Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. This is another episode of Dictations. And in this conversation, Dr. Rogers and I talk about weight loss in women. Uh, we talk about why it's a little more complicated um, and his top strategies for getting weight off and keeping it off uh, for women. Um, I have to say that that this also applies to men. Um, we, we mainly talk about women here, but um, I think the overall theme um, really helps everybody, uh, and you'll notice that theme uh, pretty quickly. So uh, anyways, I'll let you guys get to the conversation. Enjoy. Thank you for being here, and, um, and here's a conversation. Dr. Rogers, how you doing? Good. How you doing, man? I'm doing wonderful. Uh, real quick, before we get started, uh, for the record, uh, who you got tonight? It's Super Bowl Sunday. Who's your pick? Um, unfortunately, I think New England Patriots are going to win. You think the Patriots are going to win? Okay. It's on the record. I'm choosing the same. Uh, I think the Patriots got this. I think uh, Tom Brady's uh, too good. Uh, so n- now, now that we've got that out of the way. Um, Experience always tops youth. <laughs> um, as far as what we're what we're going to discuss today uh, for our listeners, um, you and I had talked about um, women and weight loss, um, and uh, possibly you talking about some strategies that that women who want to lose weight or continue to lose weight uh, can implement as we go into February. Um, January is already gone. Um, the people who are serious about losing weight at the start of the year are still doing it. Um, can you tell us why it's difficult to start off with for women to lose weight? Well, as you know, it all comes down to hormones. Um, and I'm not talking about just the estrogen, progesterone, testosterone that women certainly need, especially as they go through uh, menopause and perimenopause. But other, a couple other hormones, everybody knows I talk all the time about insulin and insulin resistance. And that's why I recommend low carbohydrate diets because they won't pop your insulin level up. Insulin is a fat storing hormone. That's why I really believe that a low carb diet is the only diet that really works uh, in the long run. But there's another hormone I want to talk about in a second. And you asked me why women have unique challenges uh, over men uh, as far as weight loss. It seems to be harder for women to lose weight than men, although more men are overweight than women in the United States. So, but women, it's a little harder to lose weight because they have more body fat, you know, because females, you know, are designed to have babies and they carry more fat, um, for pregnancy. And, and then, um, you know, when you consider all the other hormones that they have to deal with and the cyclical nature of it, it's a little more difficult and more complex. But the other hormone I want to talk about uh, today is um, a hormone that burns fat, and it's called leptin. Um, everybody knows that as the hormone, the satiety hormone, the hormone that's made in your gut that um, tells your brain that you're full. Um, and it turns out that women have more leptin in their bodies than men do, which would you think was would be good and they'd have an easier time losing weight because leptin decreases your appetite and helps you burn fat. But the fact is, while they do have more leptin, they also have more leptin resistance, kind of like insulin resistance. Work as well. Um, so you really want a, a, some strategies that will 
increase your leptin levels and also decrease your leptin resistance. And uh, I want to tailor this to women today. Um, and there's, there's some strategies that you can do that will help you in this manner to lose weight. Um, one, I want to say that as far as exercise goes, you know, it's, exercise is not a great way to lose weight. It's the best thing you can do for your, for your health. But as far as losing weight, exercise alone is not going to get it done. Um, in fact, you may gain weight by exercising. It's mostly in what you eat. But there is a, something that I think that um, women ought to think about with exercise. You know, you see so many of them, especially this time of year, on the treadmill or the, you know, stair climber, the exercise bike. Hey, guys, it's Ben here. I, I just wanted to make a, a quick comment here uh, right in the middle of this conversation, uh, which I'll do a couple times today. Um, I haven't heard him talk much about leptin resistance and increasing your leptin. Um, this is something that he's been talking more about the last couple of weeks, which is really interesting. So so pay attention to that. And he's getting ready to explain um, really the, the, the knock against um, long distance cardio, um, which I think is probably really important for a lot of you guys to hear. Um, and he goes into certain you know, other training methods that, that actually helps increase leptin and decrease, uh, leptin resistance, which is really the overall theme, um, of this conversation. Um, okay. I just wanted to make a quick, quick little comment there. I'm gonna let you get back to the audio. The thing about exercise is that you really need to avoid the long cardio sessions. Again, that, that, what that does is it really decreases your leptin levels. It increases your cortisol levels, which you know is also a weight. What you especially need to do is avoid long cardio sessions on the treadmill, especially. And what they need versus a high intensity training for short periods of time, maybe 20 minutes a day, start out maybe three days a week and then work it up to every day where you're getting your heart rate up for, uh, you know, sh less than a minute than resting, walking, sprinting, walking, biking hard, r cruising, lifting weights, uh, which builds muscle, which burns fat. So avoid the long cardio sessions. Another thing to for women to burn more fat and to increase the leptin levels, avoid refined foods and, and of course, decrease your carbohydrates. I've talked about this a million times. Sugar, breads, potatoes, pasta, corn, rice, cereals, oatmeal, bananas, high glycemic fruits. They're just sugar. So avoid them and go more low carb, higher good fats, moderate protein. Um, another good strategy for women is to once a week eat a cheat meal. It kind of tricks your body to increase its leptin. So I think once a week cheat meal is, is pretty good. You know, eat an extra thousand calories that day of something you kind of crave and it'll kind of maybe reset you a little bit. That's a good strategy for some people. Um, so shop wisely, eat low carb. Another trick that you can do is you can use some supplements that sometimes help. One of my favorites is green tea extract. I drink a lot of green tea because of its flavonoids and its antioxidant properties. 
Um, but green tea also comes in a pill. I use that in my office all the time for women, especially to help them. It's, it's lightly caffeinated. It increases your metabolism. I think that's a good little trick to use. There's, you know, there's a lot of weight loss supplements that, that we use. I use every one of them for my patients. And sometimes you have to pick and choose. Sometimes it's a prescription medicine. Sometimes it's something as just like a little green tea extract or, you know, caffeine is a, uh, if it doesn't bother your heart too much, it's um, a good energizer and fat burner. It, it sounds like the strategies you're, you're talking about really revolve around the idea of um, making sure that your leptin is working well. Is that, is that right? Right. I mean, it's, it's a very, very important hormone for weight. It really controls your weight is that um, gut hormone called leptin that tells your brain when you're full. Uh, thing, another thing about carbs is I discussed with Dr. Branca the other day, our psychologist that works with us, is the fact that when you eat carbs, you can never get enough carbs. They don't fill you up. They're gone. So you crave more. So that's always a mainstay is, is a low-carb diet, in my opinion. Um, and, and can you dive in just a little bit further as to, you know, hormonally, uh, women have a tougher time uh, with weight loss than men. Uh, I understand that they're more lep leptin resistant, or sorry, leptin resistant. Um, what else is going on there? Well, I mean, you know, women have a lot more hormones to worry about than men do, and they cycle their hormones. I mean, their whole, you know, through the reproductive years is geared on becoming pregnant but that's why you ovulate and you have these cycles the first half of the cycle is estrogen dominant the second half is progesterone dominant um, and then they both drop off and you have a menstrual cycle so you know it's just a little more complex than men who have a more of a steady state um, and only have to worry about really one hormone as far as male hormone being testosterone um, which by the way, women also need, which is a muscle builder and a fat burner. So if you're a woman listening to this podcast and you haven't talked to me about testosterone, then, you know, women certainly need it too, just a lot lower dose of it. Um, it's one of those four hormones that women need safe forms of estrogen, progesterone, natural progesterone, uh, testosterone and DHEA which is an adrenal hormone and a, more of a cortisol balancer, also a, a, a testosterone precursor for women, especially. Um, so it's a little more complex. Women tend to, you know, accumulate fat in different areas than men, you know, more on the hips, thighs. Uh, more women become pear-shaped than men do. Men are more, when they get overweight, they get apple shaped and they have abdominal fat, which is really bad. So when a woman starts getting apple shaped, then I really worry, it raises some. So women are more pear shaped, usually meaning they have more fat on the hips. Um, and men have more fat around the abdominal area, more apple shaped. Women also have more cellulite, um, on the legs and hips. But when a woman starts getting apple shaped um, with abdominal 
fat, then you really get worried about uh, the metabolic syndrome. That's called visceral fat, and it's the dangerous type of fat that can lead to early death, heart disease, atherosclerosis, diabetes, hypertension, all that. So, um, you know, in summary, really, um, we've talked about leptin resistance and ways you can overcome that as a woman. One, avoid refined foods, go low carb, higher good fats, um, avoid long cardio sessions, um, do small, you know, 20 minute high intensity sessions, including some uh, weight lifting, light weight lifting, or any kind of resistance training. Maybe once a week, eat a cheat meal uh, to kind of trick your body into increasing your leptin. Um, and, it, you know, you may need help with this. You may need a, a fat burner, like I love green tea extract, um, as well as all the other, you know, herbals and then prescription medications to kind of get you over this hump, especially if you're stalled out and you find you can't lose weight. You can lose weight. You just haven't found the right way or assistance in doing it. Well, Dr. Rogers, I think that'll, that'll do it for this week. I appreciate your time. Super Bowl tonight. Thanks, man. You too. All right. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. That is it for today. Um, it would mean the world to us if you rated our podcast. Um, just go into Performance Medicine Audio in whatever form you're listening to and give us a rating. Uh, that would really help us make a better podcast for you. Uh, it would also help us uh, get found um, by other people. Uh, we think this message is important. We're trying to do our best to, to stay on top of what's happening in integrative medicine, and uh, subscribing and rating our podcast really helps us do that. So, uh, so thanks so much for listening again, um, and we'll see you next week.